Welcome to the Troy Wolf Show. Gain valuable insights and sales expertise to help you excel in your career. Whether you're an entrepreneur, business owner, or sales professional, we've got you covered with the latest trends and tips to help you succeed. We'll explore the worlds of finance, entrepreneurship, investing, and cryptocurrencies, and help you get a deeper understanding of the global financial landscape. Here's your host, Troy Wolf. Hey guys, this is Troy with the Troy Wolf Show. I'm back with another episode. Sorry guys, you know, I've been so busy and I've been sick with COVID and all of that. Uh, So I'm just back now, finally just getting back into the groove of it. I just want to get into a little bit, not about business this time. This time I want to talk a little bit about sports. I want to go into it, see, uh, you know, regarding the NBA finals. I'm a huge sports fan. I love basketball. So I definitely want to talk a little bit about that. So going back to the finals, I mean, listen, guys, it was an exciting series. Obviously, the Heat got pretty much dominated. The Heat just, they couldn't match up evenly with the Joker. He was too big. Bam just couldn't match up with them. He tried to do best he could, but it just didn't, you know, he wasn't able to get himself to that level where he was able to match up and really get himself to that next level. But he still did a great job. The Heat, you know, should be happy about their results. At least they got to the finals. Obviously, they didn't achieve their main goal, but maybe next year. But they just need a couple pieces. You know, they, they have everything. They just need a few more pieces. You know, Jimmy's not an all-time. He's not a closer when it comes down to it. He's good in the regular season. He's good in the playoffs. But when it comes to the main, main NBA finals, that's a different story. It's a different animal. You really got to come bring your A game every game. There's just no bad games allowed. Even if you have a bad game, you should have a lot of assists that you allowed your players and your teammates to get involved. But, you know, in this case, it wasn't that situation. So, you know, this is one of those things that the Heat just need to make a few adjustments, guys. They can definitely get back to the finals. Me personally, I'm not a Heat fan or a Denver fan, but I'm a Rockets fan, but the Rockets are just on a rebuilding stage, so I'm not even worried. I'm not even thinking about them. They're just doing horrible lately. But hopefully, they can bring it back together and just uh, really get it together and get a great uh, All-Star player back on their roster. But we definitely want to see Miami add a few more pieces to their team. They need to get rid of certain players. Like there's certain players on your team that you just need to get rid of. They're just they're not doing much for you. Get rid of you know get rid of Highsmith. He's good, but he's not really doing much for you. He may help you out one or two, three games, but it ain't doing much. I definitely would get rid of like somebody like maybe Max Struess. I don't think that he can give you enough. I think that you need somebody that's a better role player than him, somebody more consistent that's not afraid to get dirty and really take more shots and really attack more. That's not something he does too much. He has a few good games here and there, and during the regular season, he does great. He's a great player, but he's just not getting the job done. And you just need pieces to surround Jimmy with. You just need a couple pieces to help Jimmy out with and pieces that will... uh help him be a better scorer, help him be more confident during the clutch games like in the NBA Finals. You just need people that's going to take you to that next level. He needs better role players. You need a better center on Miami. I mean, Bam is good, but 
I would consider him more like a power forward. He's not like really a, a true center. You need a true center that could really stop somebody like Jokic or else it would be impossible because Jokic is not a regular center. He's one of those people that as soon as you give him the ball, he's attacking you right away immediately in the paint. There's no waiting. He doesn't wait too much if he has an open. If he if he has a smaller man on him, he's immediately going to work. And he understands how to use his size to his advantage, which is why he's successful and he keeps getting MVPs and all of that. And most likely, Denver, if they keep the similar roster and they add maybe a piece or two to strengthen their roster, most likely they can get back to the finals. As long as Joker keeps playing the way he is, most likely they can get back to the West uh, Western Conference Finals. Yeah, if they make it to the finals, that'd be that's another thing. But they could get back. They definitely have the right pieces. They just maybe need to add one or two more just to strengthen the squad even more, um, and they'll be good. But Miami, they should have played Bam more on someone like Aaron Gordon and let Zeller just play the whole game on uh, on Jokic. You know what I'm saying? It, it wouldn't have made a huge difference, but Jokic, uh, Zeller's much bigger body-wise than Bam, and he would have had a more of a effect on Jokic. He would have probably drew more fouls than Bam, but he would have slowed Jokic down a little bit more compared to uh, constantly having smaller players on him trying to guard Jokic, which is not clearly not working out. You can't have small guys like Gabe Vincent trying to guard Jokic. It's not happening. He's too big. He's seven feet tall. He's just going to bully them in the paint and just take them straight to the straight to the rim. You know, they just don't have that manpower, that size, and that's the number one thing they need. Hopefully this year, you know, even though they're probably going to be last in the draft, or I don't know what position they are in the draft, but hopefully they can uh, they can get somebody big. They can get a big guy on their roster somebody that could help them out, get them to the next level. You know, and that's that's really what they need. And and Coach Bolster is a good coach, so you don't really need to get rid of him. He should definitely stay where he is. He got you to the finals, clearly. He knows what he's doing. He's already got rings, but you definitely, Miami needs, uh, they need a couple players. You know, they definitely need a couple players this offseason. They need to upgrade their roster. They need to get rid of a few players that are just not producing. Like, Caleb Martin is a great player, but he doesn't show up when it's time to show up. He was pretty much choking when it was time. He gave you a couple points here and there and all of that, but it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't anything exciting that's like, oh my gosh, um, wow, you know, how is this happening? Like, how is he scoring this? Like, it wasn't nothing like that. Maybe during the regular playoffs he was doing that, but when it came down against Nuggets... You found out what his weakness was. You could tell his weakness what it was as soon as you got to the NBA Finals. Um, he just couldn't guard somebody bigger than him like that. They were too strong for him. Aaron Gordon's too strong. He was just bullying them also in the paint. He was just taking the smaller guys out. And that tends to happen when you're when you're going against a team like Denver. Coach Malone, you know, you got to give it up to him. Great coach. Hilarious uh, speech during the parade. Saw him wasted. You know, funny, but that's the type of coach you sometimes need. Somebody who's really motivated. He's so hungry to win. He wanted it so bad. You could tell as a coach, he wanted it badly. He just wanted it. He wanted it more than Coach Spoe kind of looked like. Like he was so that him in that interview after that one game where he was pissed off at his players. That was that was really him. 
that was really how he felt. He really felt pissed off about the way his team played and how they got beat that game. But that just comes to show you. I mean, you put that drive and that motivation into your players. Tell them how badly, you know, they need this. How badly they should want to want this. Just like he does. And look what happens, you know. You start getting results. You start getting... uh start getting your players believing and uh that's how they took it to the next level and you know joker is just he really is different people may not think that his game is exciting but trust me it doesn't need to be exciting he clearly scores so easily in the paint no matter who he's going against pretty much just he's a walking 30 piece minimum this guy's a walking 30 straight up Minimum walking 30, giving you a minimum 10 rebounds a game. Minimum every game, no matter what, how bad of a game he has. He's giving you at least 25 to 30 on his worst night. That just tells you, I mean, like how good of a player he is. On his worst night, a guy gives you 25, 30. That's insane. So imagine on his great nights, the type of numbers he's clearly put up on the NBA Finals. You guys can tell. So for all the teams that passed up on him, I mean, that's their loss. Clearly, you can tell. He, he he reminds me of Tim Duncan. He's so dominant the way he plays in the paint. He's just so dominant. Tim Duncan just knew how to use the size and just take smaller players all the way in. He just knew how to bully them in the paint, and he just had that system. The way he played was just that Spurs system, the way they had it designed for him, it was just insane. You know, that's how Jokic plays. He plays with discipline, doesn't do too much flash, He's not flashy, you know, and he's just doing his thing. He just, he, he's a very simple dude, goes in there, does simple things, just knows his objective, knows what he needs to do, which is go out there and score. And that's what really, uh, that's why he's successful because he doesn't need to try to do too many things. He understands the concept of the game is to simply just score the ball. It doesn't matter how you score the ball. You don't need to look cool scoring the ball. You just get it in the, in the basket. That's it. You don't need to go and try to do all the extra stuff. Just get it, make smart plays. He knows he has some, Jokic's IQ is just ridiculous. His basketball IQ is out through the roof. I mean, the way he passes the ball is, clearly you can tell when he has less than like 30 and he has at least 10 assists, they win every game. He's just unstoppable. If you can let, if he scores 25 to 30 and he averages 10 assists minimum, they're winning the game. And if he scores 40, 45, and he's got six, seven assists, they probably lose in the game because nobody else was involved. And that means he had to do extra work. So clearly, every team knows how they operate, how the Denver operates. Um, they know that, you know, if Jokic stays in the 10 assist range, they're going to win the game. But they still have no answer for him. Look what he did to the Lakers. He swept them. Now, mind you, you know, LeBron, still a great player, AD. Amazing player. They have a great squad. But Lakers just don't look as exciting. They're just not an exciting team to watch, to be honest with you. This year, Miami Heat, to be honest with you, was more exciting to me to watch than than Lakers. And Lakers have a bigger market. But their players, their roster is just not an exciting roster. Like LeBron and AD, great. The rest of the guys are just really just, they're not exciting players. They're not players that, that can give you a championship ring. LeBron needs to do a change-up in his roster this year, this offseason. He definitely needs to uh, change it up because the players they have, they're just, they're just not producing. And if you 
and Denver found a weakness in, in, in LA and clearly they, you know, they took advantage of it. They had no answer. LA had no answer for Denver. Every single game they came pretty close or it just they couldn't close it out. It, it, it's just one of those things. Once you realize the team found your weakness, you got to now go in back and make some changes. I mean, clearly what you had wasn't the right fit, wasn't working out. You need to add players that's going to help you win. It's going to help you close those games out and not allow you to get swept. Now, they're saying James Harden might go back to the Rockets. I mean, we'll, we'll see how true that is, but I'm a Rockets fan. Even though he's not producing what he used to produce, I definitely would take him back in Houston. I mean, that's where he had his best years. I definitely think that he definitely can be that guy again if he comes back to Houston and he surrounds himself with these new young players that they're rebuilding with. You know, they definitely can make something happen, but we'll see how true that is, so we don't want to get too much into that. But we definitely want to see what happens. I mean, I heard they're looking at Kyrie to possibly to go to Houston if they don't land Harden, but we'll see how that turns out if Kyrie actually... uh decides to go with Houston. I don't know if, how much of a difference Kyrie would make, but, I mean, they could try. I'd rather have James there just because he's a better all-around player, but Kyrie definitely is, a, you know, he has something James doesn't, which is a ring. But I definitely hope that this upcoming year in basketball is definitely more exciting. I want to see more teams that haven't been to the finals go to the finals, or teams that haven't been there in, in, in many years go back to the finals. You know, I'm kind of bored of seeing teams like L.A. or teams like, you know, certain teams I just get bored of watching. Like, Brooklyn is boring to watch sometimes. You know, New York is always exciting because anytime the Knicks do good, it's always fun to see them do good. I want to see the Knicks definitely change up their offseason, do something different, add a few players if they can. You know, definitely get a couple better role players. They need somebody to be a closer. They need some veterans that can really close the games out. That's really, they need some 30 to 35 point scorers on the team. They need a guy that can give them 30, 35 on any given night. A super, superstar. And they can't keep getting these players that that can give you, Jalen Brunson's good, but he can't give you 30, 35 on every single night. He can't do it. I know he can't. He's just not that he's not that guy. He's good, but he's not he's not the guy that's gonna give you a ring that's guaranteed. He's not getting a ring. He's not getting near a Knicks a ring. Straight up. He needs players to surround him that's better. Josh Hart is good, but let's be honest, he's not he's also not that guy. He's not getting you a ring. You need somebody that's more ball dominant than Jalen Brunson, somebody that really takes control of the ball more than Jalen does and really could score more than Jalen could. You need a superstar. If somebody like Damian Lillard, for example, went there, or you had a Bradley Beal, those type of guys, they can definitely help you out in a drastic way where it can change the outcome of your season. But having a guy like Jalen Brunson or Harden, they're great players. I mean, don't get it wrong. They're amazing players. But they can get you to the playoffs. They just can't get you to the final destination. You know, so... That's the only issue with that. They definitely need to make a few changes. The coach is great. You know, he's he's a player's coach. He's a good coach um, as long as you listen to him. So he's a great coach. They just need a few players, and they need to add. They just need to add more height. They need to add players like a better center and and, and just get. They need a more experienced center down low. 
that's just you know that's just how it is. Knicks just don't have strong game in the paint where they have somebody who's really a difference maker, and they need a a lead scorer. You know, it's definitely and and then this whole news with uh, Shannon Sharp leaving Skip Bayless. I mean, that's a crazy situation too, guys. But I mean, it's weird. It's like a pattern. Everybody who is with Skip just tends to happen to end up leaving. But hey, I'm into each his own. I'm not here to judge. So everybody's different. You know, I, I definitely can't wait for the new season to start eventually. And uh, I'm even excited by college basketball, guys. I hope college basketball season, when it starts, you know, I can't wait for March Madness already. It's going to be a crazy time. Um, I want to see Rutgers basketball do good, too. I'm a fan of Rutgers basketball. I like Wisconsin. I like a lot of different teams. Um, I just like seeing them do good. But until next time, guys, please uh, like and subscribe my uh, my podcast. If you have any suggestions, let me know. I like to talk about different things, not always the same thing. So give me different things if you want to hear about. Just let me know. And uh, if you have any questions, get back to me, guys. We definitely want to we want to build this up a little bit more. I want to start giving you guys more content as much as I can. I know I've been so busy lately and I've been sick, so I'm finally back now. I'm going to try to give you guys as many episodes as I could, and then we'll go from there. We'll try to build this up. I want to, I want you guys to share my podcast as well, and uh, just like and subscribe. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review anywhere you listen to podcasts. And to learn more, please visit thetroywolfshow.com. Follow at TWolf90 on Twitter or email TWolfBusiness90 at gmail.com.